0: It is good to be in the house of the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. Thank you, Brother Dory. Thank everyone for your participation in our worship service this morning. Oh, my goodness, what a wonderful morning. What a wonderful morning. You know, I sit there just thinking and reflecting as we sing those songs. And, folks, if you haven't come to the understanding yet, I hope and pray that you will very soon. That, man, this life is all about glorifying God it's all about God it's all about God and this morning my sermon is in the form of a question simply are you happy are you happy this morning you may say uh, but that's not an answer are you happy And if the answer is no, why not? Why aren't you happy? You have food. You have clothing. You have a place to stay. Or as they say, a roof over your head. Why aren't you happy? Well, I just have some situations. Is there anything too hard for God? huh well if you believe based upon your answer that there's nothing too hard for God why should you allow issues of this life to take away your joy and your happiness in John 16 as the scripture text was read to to you by brother Kyrie Jesus has a setting here he's explaining to his disciples of some events that are going to Occur. He's basically trying to prep them and explain to them. Look, there's going to come a time I'm going to have to leave you. And believe it or not, there are people who are going to rejoice at my departure. He was explaining unto them that you know what. Even though I ca- I came into this world, John three sixteen. God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Even though I came into this world and done many wonderful works and many great things, there are people who will rejoice at my death. There will be those who will be joyful that I'm no longer here. But yet, there will be those who will, at first, be sad, but when they come to the understanding They're going to their sadness will be turned into joy. When you stop and think about. When Jesus spoke man he spoke the truth. You look over in John chapter 19 you find the setting when Jesus was before Pontius Pilate. And Pilate examined Jesus and spoke to Jesus and Pilate rendered a response to the crowd to the Jews and said I find nothing worthy of this man that he's done to be crucified. I find no fault in this man. And the people yelled and they screamed out, crucified. Pilate sent to have him scourged, and after he was scourged, Pilate brought him back in his beat down, ragged condition and he said, Behold the man. Hmm. What would you have me to do with your king? Mm -hmm. Pilate thinking within himself. Surely they're going to have a change of heart. Mm -hmm. But they cried out. Crucify him. Crucify him. They had only one intent in their heart. And that was to put to death. The son of God. And you ask yourself. And I often think about, can you imagine some of these same folks who cried out, crucify him, crucify him, were probably some of the same ones who ate of the fish and ate of the bread and, and witnessed the miracles and just were a part of some of the events and functions that they beheld him do. But because they gave themselves over to be poisoned in their thinking. They cried out crucify him. They cried out crucify him. We don't care that his blood be on us and our children down the road. We don't care. Right. Just put him to death. But aren't these the same words he's speaking in John 16? He said there will be some who will rejoice.
1: Right.
0: At me being put to death. But there will be those whose hearts will be saddened but later on will come to the understanding and the knowledge that their sadness will turn to joy Mm -hmm. in John 16 in verse 33 after he goes back and forth explaining first of all in parables unto his disciples and the the disciples they tickle me to a degree because they really didn't understand until deep Pass into Jesus' ministry Who they were really dealing with mm-hmm. yep. They kind of gathered all to themselves and said Why is this man talking crazy mm-hmm. Why can't he just talk in plain English to us mm-hmm. And the Bible said Jesus knowing What they thought among themselves mm-hmm. And so Jesus decided Okay I'm going to talk to you straight and direct and one of the disciples said, "Now we understand what you're talking about." And you know what? Now that we understand because you're not speaking in parables, you know what? We believe. And Jesus said, "Do you really believe?" And after Jesus go on to expound upon events that were to come big whole in his life. Jesus says something in verse number 33. That I don't think we truly take the heart and consider. He said these things I have spoken unto you. That in me. Jesus said that in me. You might have peace. He mentions nothing about security of a job. He mentions nothing about security and a retirement fund. Mm -hmm. He said that in me, you might have peace. He said in the world, you shall have tribulations. Oh, rest assured, in this world, the world is designed, its it's course and direction is to give us hell in life. Mm. That's what the world has to offer. Amen. And Jesus said, in this world, you shall have tribulations. But listen to what he sums it up and say. But be of good cheer. Amen. I have overcome the world. What, what do you gather from that, folks? What do you gather from that statement right there? Let me let me share with you what I gather from it. I gather from it, regardless of what I encounter in this life, whether it be through sickness, illness, or whatever, financial, whatever I have to face and deal with in this life, there's nothing too hard for my God. Amen. As long as I keep my perspective properly focused in Christ. If I understand that all of my hope, my joy, my peace, everything is based upon my faith in Jesus. Amen. What can take away my joy? What can take away my peace? I have no excuse for not sleeping at night. Amen. I have no excuse for, for worrying about anything because Jesus said in me. might have peace. And he said be of good cheer. Why? Because whatever the world has set forth to try to trip me up, to hold me down, to conquer me, he said I have overcome the best that the world had to offer. Well folks, let me ask you something. If Jesus has overcome the best that the devil can offer to hold him back, set him back, keep him down. And Jesus said, I have overcome it. If I be in Christ. What can hold me back? Huh? I need for you to examine yourself and ask yourself this morning. Am I truly in Christ By the way I truly believe or am I just saying I'm in Christ in word? Because see to be in Christ means, you know what? My total focus regarding the direction of my life, regarding how things are unraveled in my life as I go through life. I have no reason. I have no fear. Because Jesus has spoken and said, I have overcome the world. Are you happy this morning? Are you happy? Some of you still won't say yes. And the reason why you won't say yes is because what you define as true happiness is material. And true happiness, as far as from the perspective of a Christian, is beyond what this world can ever offer you. Jesus says, "In this world, you're going to have trouble." But isn't it amazing what Jesus tells us? We seek just the opposite. We seek happiness and joy in the world when Jesus said, "Ain't never trouble in it." Well, why are you seeking? That's like the disciples coming unto the tomb of Jesus, seeking him. And the angel said, he, he, he's not here. They said, why are you seeking the living among the dead? Why are you seeking joy and peace somewhere that Jesus said it in the world? You're only going to catch hell. And therefore, you defile the name of Christian that you wear. Because you say, I'm not happy. Well, why aren't you happy? You're not happy. It's not because of anything God has fallen short to do. Amen. You're not happy because your focus isn't where it's supposed to be. Right. You're blessed. In Christ, you have all spiritual blessings. Amen. Well, hold up, wait a minute. If I have all spiritual blessings in Christ, what could there possibly be that I should be unhappy about in life? Jesus said, I have overcome the world. Turn your Bible over to Colossians chapter 3. I love this passage of scriptures right here. And it, 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 it really puts a Christian in the mindset we, we, we have to examine ourselves because many of us, we, we, we just wear the name. We just wear the name. Colossians 3, the Bible said, verse number one, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which I wear. Above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things where? Above, not on things on the earth. For ye are what? Dead. And your life is hid with Christ where? In God. Do you understand what that says? Our focus and our our hope in living day to day should be beyond what this world has to offer. Amen. But many of us, and it's so sad to say, many of us are trying to build a heaven here on earth. Amen. Amen. Why do we struggle about death so much? Why do we struggle about death? I, I, I've had to really and honestly answer that question and 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 think about that question myself over the last several months.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sydney, my last situation when I passed out. Folks, I honestly thought that was it. I honestly thought that was it. And people, and I know some of you wonder why you talk about this. Why not? Amen. Why not? It's a reality, folks. One of these days, I'm going to leave here. Amen. I'm not saying it's necessarily going to be while I'm hooked to that machine. You know what? One of these days, I'm just going to leave here because one day you're going to leave here too. That's right. Amen. But it just so happened at that time, you know, to actually see life leaving you. To see your eyes become blurred and there's nothing within your power, you can do it. Amen. Amen. And I honestly, I laid there and said, Lord, if this is it, help me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I can say. Help me. You know, people always say, well, I, I, I want to be holding my wife's hand, my, my husband's hand. I want my... Let me tell you something. When you get ready to die, I'm, you know what? you need to be focused on Making sure you're heading to the right place Because it ain't a thing Your children could do for you then It ain't a thing your mama Or your dad or your husband or wife could do for you People talk about Well I don't want them to die alone They won't be alone (laughs) They're going somewhere (laughs) They won't be alone And people say Well Did you Did you want somebody that You know what that wasn't even in my thoughts. That's right. That's right. Amen. Because once you make that journey, folks, your communication with this side is over. Amen. It's over. And I, and I think about this more now than I've ever thought about it before. Man, and what little time I have left. I cannot allow the devil to take my joy from me. If I be. The scripture said. If you then be risen with Christ. Seek those things which are above. Is that what we're doing every day? Is that what we're striving for every day? Come on, let's be honest. Is that what we're really striving for every day? Knowing that one day it's going to, I'm going to close my eyes and it's going to be left to somebody anyway. What did the preacher say over in Ecclesiastes? You work hard all your years, you labor and you and you gain all these things only to die. Amen. And not to know who you left it to, whether they do good or evil with it. Jesus said, don't get yourself so caught up in what you see in this world. Our major investments that we should be making in this life is in heaven. How much time do we take and making investment, investments in heaven. Making sure that hey. I, my, my place is still guaranteed up there. Yeah. I have a pre-approved mortgage up there. Yeah. Are, you, are you certain that yours is still reserved? So when I ask the question, are you happy? Well, maybe since you said some of that, what do you mean maybe? Mm. What else does God have to do? Send Jesus back again Mm. in the flesh to die again, to raise him up again? What is it that you desire of God that will bring happiness into your life because you're not happy right now? What do you want? Let me tell you something. God has done all that He's gonna do. And God has done more than necessary. Amen. The problem with us and our inability to be rejoiceful and happy. I think about Paul when he wrote some of those letters in prison. He said, Rejoice in the Lord. And again I say, rejoice. Now wait a minute, man. You're in prison. You're the one who should be feeling bad. You're the one who should be looking for us to write something to you to encourage you. But Paul said, "You know what? They, they can imprison this physical body, but I'm free, man. Amen. I'm free. And we can have our tribulations in this life, but it doesn't mean we should allow it to steal the joy." That we're supposed to have in the belief that we're supposed to have in Christ. Amen. You walk around sad. You walk around. My mama You say you're walking around with your face dragging the, the, the <laughs> ground. Looking like you and lost your best friend or your dog just died. Why? Because you don't believe what you should believe. Amen. See, when, when, when your treasures are based upon Storing up down here. People couldn't steal it. Amen. That's why Matthew six to tell you. You don't store up your treasures down here. Where thieves and robbers can come in. Amen. Where the rust can come in. And it can, it can uh, dwindle away. Amen. But we spend so much time on trying to build. Our success in our heaven. Here on earth. Amen. When God's word has already told us. Don't do that. You don't even know how much time you have down here. Don't waste your time on being caught up and losing the joy that I sent my only begotten son down to that wretched earth. To please suffer and die for you. That you might have joy. Don't allow material things to take that from you. God's people should be, if, if, we're, if we're truthful, I, I, I'm not aware of anybody other than Elijah and Enoch. They didn't see death. God just took them up. I don't know of any other occasion. Hebrew 927 teaches us we got to go through death. Amen. Amen? but understanding and knowing who God is and that his promises are true and that his words are true we should live a life day to day regardless of what we have to deal with in the confrontations and the tribulations in this life we should look beyond that and say one of these days one of these days you know what I'm not going to have to cry anymore. I'm not going to have to die anymore. I'm not going to have to go to the doctor's office anymore. I'm not going to have to deal with any kind of viruses or anything anymore. I'm looking beyond what this world has to offer. And that should be our joy, folks. That should be our joy. If, 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 if. I'm living in such a way knowing I'm going to die to get me there. So maybe the reason why you won't answer yes to the question when I ask, are you happy, is because you know what? You know you're not living right. Mm.
1: Amen.
0: But why aren't you living right? Jesus paved the way. I'll read it again. In John 16. Jesus said in verse 33 Get it right He said Here we go These things I have spoken unto you That in me ye might have peace You might have peace You might have Peace. You know, have you ever noticed a person who has peace in their life? You ever notice a person who has peace in their life? Cordial. Nice. Friendly. Right? Does that describe you? Does that describe you? Jesus says, these things I have spoken unto you that you might have peace. In the world you should have tribulation. You ever known the behavior of a person who just got all kind of drama going on in their life? Mm -hmm. Snap at you. Mean spirited. Short with you. You look at them. You're afraid, really, to say anything to them because they're looking like they're ready to go off. And and I pick at people sometimes. They they have this look on their face. I said, Hey, 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 chill out. And they'll say, Huh? I said, You looking like you about ready to spring on somebody? They said, Was I looking like that? I said, Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking. Yeah, no, what it is? You you just got too much chaos and drama going on in your work. Mm -hmm. You need some help. Mm -hmm. I've seen people fall asleep and they frown when they sleep. (laughs) (laughs) They be sleeping. I said, man, I got to be a rough (laughs) life. You're mad and you're frustrated when you're awake and you don't even get any peace when you sleep. You need some help. But Jesus says he is that help. He is that help. What did he say? You should in, in the world you should have tribulation. But be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Be of good Why? I have what? Overcome the world. And I'm gonna ask you again, do you believe that? We allow every little setback, every little situation to deter us, to, to defeat us, and to cause us to give up and we moan, weep, and cry every wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you giving in to the fact that what you're trying to do is bigger than Christ? Hello? Mm -hmm. No, see, your your form of thinking should be, okay, if this situation says no, I need to go back, revamp it, and try it Amen. Because, you know what? Ain't nothing too big for my God. Amen. If you're going to accept no and accept defeat on the first thing, you know what? Your faith isn't where it's supposed to be. I'm, I'm just an avid believer. No, just simply means in my vocabulary, go back and revamp it and keep trying. Rewrite it. Revamp it. Presented a different way. Man there's nothing. What did Jesus say in this same chapter. In uh, chapter 16. He told his disciples. He said. There's going to come a time. You can ask anything in my name. And the father would do it for you. He said up to this point. You haven't asked anything in my name. Because number one. I'm still with you. You haven't had a need to ask anything in my name. He said but I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you, and you know what? I'm not going to leave you by yourself. The comforter is going to come. But here's the deal. You can ask anything in my name, and the Father will give it unto you. Jesus was trying to prepare these men to understand, I am the resurrection of life. I am the way. The truth. The life. Jesus was trying to prepare them to understand. You're going to encounter some, some, some hard, rough times in this walk. And folks, they, they did. They did. Just as we encounter situations in our life. Not in comparison to what they encounter. Man, they gave their lives. The most we have to do is just stay true and let our yea be yea and our nay be nay. And some of us struggle with just telling the truth. Are you happy this morning? Huh? If not, you should be. When you stop and consider all that God has done... To pave a way for you to be happy. See, true happiness and peace and joy don't have to come after you die. Not as a Christian. Amen. It's available even yet while we live. Amen. But the focal point has to be in Christ. Right. Christ says you don't look to build your heaven and your earth down here in this right. place down here. right. You don't seek to find joy and happiness in things and stuff. Your true joy and happiness should be one day you're going to be with me. One day you're going to be with me. And I have preserved a place for you. Isn't that what he said in John 14 and 1? Let not your heart be troubled, but believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house I what? Jesus said, keep your focus on one day being with me. And what I have for you will erase and far, far overcome anything that you would have ever been able to accomplish or enjoy in this life. But is that our focus today? Why are so many people turning away from the church and going to the world?
1: Mm.
0: For quick happiness, mm-hmm. instant gratification. Where well, the churches just keep talking about dying and, and staying faithful and waiting. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep on preaching about dying, mm-hmm. staying faithful, mm-hmm. looking to that hope. We're going to keep on talking about it because it's real. It's real. But the few moments of pleasure that you will gain in this world is only going to cost you an eternity, in eternal damnation. Now you tell me. I always encourage people when I talk to people, they're having some difficult times or whatever. I always love to close my conversation with them and say, remember, don't forget. Heaven is worth whatever you got to go through in this life. Heaven is worth it. Just imagine, folks, one day, one day. You're going to close your eyes. And one day that great resurrection day is going to occur. And there will be those who sold out the Lord. And there will be those who were faithful. Those that are faithful shall inherit their eternal life. In that celestial city called heaven. Those who have done evil unto the resurrection are going to spend an eternity in the lake of fire, where well, they shall burn forever, weeping and gnashing of teeth. Just imagine, no parole, just forever, forever. All because, you know what? I chose to look for joy and peace in the wrong place. Amen. Are you happy? Amen. You should be. Amen. Because God has done more than wondrous things. That you might have, first of all, that you might have peace. So that you're not distracted, so that you're not drawn away. That you can have con- you can have contentment. And realizing, you know what? Everything isn't for me to have. Everything in this world isn't for me to have. It's not for everybody to be rich. It's not for everybody to be what what what's the Other term we use, middle class. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, a poor you'll have with you always. But just because someone may be poor economically doesn't mean they're poor in faith. That's right. right. Jesus said, however long you got to hang around, however long you're going to be here, you know what? Just hang on. Just hang on. There's a new day waiting to dawn. But brother May, why, why do I just have to wait until I die? I didn't say you have to wait until you die. Mm. I should put your focus where it belongs. Amen. And understand, if God so choose for you to have something, he can bless you to have it. Amen. If he so choose to hold back on not allowing you to have it, love him and trust him anyhow. Amen. Because who knows better than God? It may just be he's holding back some blessings from you because he knows you won't act right with what you have right now. Why bless you with more? To waste. Think about it, folks. We are the ecclesia. We are the called out. We are the set apart. We are the ones, as it says right there in Colossians, you know what? We are the ones who are buried in Christ and our focus, our focus should be heaven.
1: Amen.
0: The things we seek in this life should be above. I don't care what I may come short of doing down here. I need to always make sure my calling and election is sure for my reservation up there. If I went around this audience right now and asked, how much time do you have left? None of you can tell me the exact amount of time you got left in this life. I don't care how healthy you claim you think you are or how sick you may be. You still can't tell me how much time you have Amen. So the truth of the fact is all you really have is right now.
1: Right,
0: right now is truthfully all you have. Amen. As someone put it, that's why it's called a present. The present. Because this is all you have.
1: Amen.
0: What's going to happen later today, you don't know and I don't know. That's right. Some of us may still be here. Some of us may be gone. But I know one thing. God is just. And he has made it possible for every one of us to have the opportunity to get ourselves right. So if I'm asking you this morning, are you happy and your answer is still no, that's on you. It's not because God has failed god has done his part you're not happy because you choose not to be happy you're not happy because you choose not to deny yourself you're not happy because it's all about you and it's not about god you're not happy because see you're self-centered and some way somehow and everything that you do and the way you try to say no I, I do this for God and then you always want to try to get your hand in it Amen. God don't need your hand in it Amen. Right. Amen. remember we need God because we're the ones who need fixing Amen. God don't need us he don't need our counsel when have you ever read what God asked for our counsel on anything. No, we need to do what the Bible says. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24, if any man will come after me, let him first deny himself. Then you can pick up your cross and follow him. Be a good cheer. Jesus said, I have overcome the world. So anything that I set to achieve in this life, you know what? I know, I can have it. But I have to remember if it's the Lord's will. Mm -hmm. To deny me anything in this life, hey, it's not a big deal. I don't see it as you denying me of anything. I see it as God saying, I don't want you to have it right now. Because That's right. That's right. you're not bigger than my God. Mm. When I'm trying to save up the, to get something and a, a, something keeps going wrong and I can't have it, I need to have the mindset to understand God is trying to tell me, you don't need it right now. Nobody deny me anything.
1: Amen.
0: And that's our problem. We don't believe it. We don't believe it. I say it again. Can't anybody in this life deny me anything?
1: Because
0: for me to believe and accept that any man can deny me, a child of God, anything is me. Giving in and submitting to the fact that that man or that person is bigger than my God. That's right.
1: That's right.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. You've got to be a plumb idiot to believe that. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody bigger than my God. Amen. And nobody should be bigger than yours.
1: That's right. That's
0: right. Hold your head up, church. Hold your head up. Start walking the walk of victory. Amen start talking the talk start exhorting one another That's right. we're supposed to be in this together Amen. Romans 8 says we're not just conquerors it says what Lord. we are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ Amen. is that the way you see your life Is that the way you see your life? Why not? Jesus did die. He did get up. Right? You were baptized, right? You did come up, right? right? Well, why are you still acting like a loser? I say this morning, hold your head up. That's right. Stop Stop looking for somebody to feel sorry for you. That's stop right. looking for folks to have pity on you.
1: Amen.
0: Man, you are more than a conqueror. Amen. How in the world are you going to draw anybody to Christ in the victorious way of living when they look at you and all they see is a loser? Amen. Amen. Now, how would you feel if somebody up, came up to you and said, man, you, you look like a loser. You would be offended, wouldn't you? Huh? You would be offended, wouldn't
1: you? Well, would they be lying?
0: I, I ain't no loser. Well, that ain't, the, that ain't what I see in your face. That's not, in, that's, that's not what I see in your walk. That's not what I see in your talk. That's not what I see in your conversations and you declaring and sharing the gospel with others and what God has done for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Live like you've been called. Mm -hmm. Be of Mm -hmm. because I have overcome the world. Folks, what else is there to overcome? Huh? If Jesus overcame the grave, death, the world, what else is there to overcome? As he said when he hung on the cross, it is finished, buddy. The work is done. It's up to us to believe it. What do you believe today? What do you believe today? You're worrying about your health. You ain't got to worry about your health. You're going to die one day. So why don't you just go and enjoy life? Well, I'm just worrying about my kids. Did you teach them right? Well, maybe they're at the age now. Hey, you can't teach them now. Do you pray for them? Do you believe in the power of prayer? Well, pray for them and keep on going. And we can, we can spend more time coming up with reasons not to trust. And not to walk and to live the victorious life. What in the world is wrong with you? Jesus said be of good cheer. It ain't about you folks. It's not about me. If you're here today. And you haven't surrendered your will to the Lord and being baptized for the remission of your sin and giving your life totally over to Him that you can be a servant of His. Today would be the greatest day for you to make that decision while it's yet called today. The Hebrew writer put it this way: the day you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Don't be like the ones in the days of old, the days of supplication, where you know what? They, they, they were hard headed. They tempted God. They tried God. And one day God just said, you know what? Enough is enough. And they lost their lives. Thousands of them. But you have no reason, no excuse. To doubt, or yet, not to believe. Because you read it for yourself. Jesus said, I have overcome the world.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: And if you be in Christ, and if you surrender your will to become a Christian, and you are in Christ, the Bible said all things become new. For old things are passed away, all things become new. It doesn't mean you still don't have situations you have to deal with. Amen. Amen. But you got some help now. That's right. You have some help yes. who can lead you and guide you and, and, and comfort you as you deal with situations in life.
1: Right.
0: You're never alone. Yes. I don't care who you, can't, who you can't get the answer on the phone, you're never alone. Yes. Be saved today. Amen. Be saved today. That's, that's the Lord's will. 2 Peter 3, that's the Lord's will. That no man be lost. That every man be saved. That's His will for you today. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Believing it with all of your heart. Having faith to believe these words are true. Repenting of your sins simply meaning. I'm going to turn away from the way. The direction I was which was wrong. And I'm following that which is right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Confessing Christ to be the son of the living God. And being baptized. For the remission of your sin. And live faithful, And continue to be of good good cheer. cheer. Because your savior. Has overcome the world. Mm. For us who are Christians. You need to make up your mind this morning. You need to stop playing church. You need to stop talking about faith. And you need to start having it. Hebrews 11 and 6. I love it. It said. For without faith it's impossible to please him. For well, he that come to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. See, some of us have been sitting on the nail moaning and groaning Amen. for so long we're comfortable whining and crying on the nail. God said, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to reward you if you seek me out diligently. Well, I don't want to get up off this nail because it hurts. And you become comfortable in hearing your own self cry. That's right. And now you get bitter and upset with people. Because nobody nobody is appealing to your whining and crying. But <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, people got their own things to cry about. Nobody don't want to hear yours. Not when you got a, a Lord and Savior to take it to. Amen. I say get up off the nail. Stop moaning and groaning. Stop trying to lift yourself up on the pedestal to be the the old war as me member of the church. Get up and do something about
1: it.
0: Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Why don't you be an overcomer too? What's that song? Thank you, Lord, is our song. Come on up, brother, and say, let us together stand and let us sing.